0: Welcome in to the Free Retiree Show, where we help you transform your life so you can become financially free. In this show, we'll give you the inside track on how to excel in your career, filter out the noise surrounding your finances to help you make smart financial decisions, and we'll learn from thought and business leaders who can help you live your best life. All right, ladies and gents, welcome into another episode, remote episode of the Free Retiree Show. All your financial, career, and legal friends are here to start off with our host, career guru
1: Sergio Exotic. It's a and... <laughs> Why are you gonna say exotic? <laughs> <laughs> There's no
0: racism intended. And then attorney Matt McElroy, how you doing, man?
1: Doing good.
2: How are you guys doing?
0: doing
1: I was good? doing great before he called me exotic. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a
0: compliment,
2: a, especially, especially since Tiger King's the next episode. I <laughs> made it all weird. <laughs>
0: I like I like that as your career your career guru name Sergio Exotic.
1: That's good. That's a good one. Hey Matt, what what do you think about uh, starting with uh, uh, Lee mentioning uh, what grade did he give Trump last last week last he, episode?
2: Well, he, at first he gave him a C, and then after some criticism, he said a C minus. <laughs> and. It, I don't know. We, I feel like we the to retrap- numbers, right? <laughs>
1: the numbers are pretty staggeringly high for the U.S. deaths and cases. Yeah, it's it's
2: like you know it's kind of like I think it's what is it like? It's like five times any other, or almost five times. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous compared to other countries. Yeah, I hate to so. laugh
1: about this, but Lee, would you like to retract that? That oh, grade?
0: okay? So for you guys that tuned into the last episode. We're talking about what grade would you give the U.S. and California? No, no, Trump.
1: What grade would you give Trump?
0: Oh, you guys. He's trying to (laughs)
2: slant things here. (laughs) We need a court Uh, reporter to be taking this down.
0: uh, Well, I said C. My official grade was C minus. I thought California, I gave them a B plus. I received some criticism. Um, I I guess I would downgrade my grade now to a D after this, the stats. Uh,
1: <laughs> Do you guys have those stats on you, by the way? Uh, by the chance? Um, it was uh, last time I checked, USA was around almost 700,000 confirmed cases and uh, nearly 40,000 deaths. Oh, jeez. And it was twice as many as the next closest country. Not good. Not good.
2: Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. And in here in uh, California, we have 28,000. Uh, nine hundred sixty-three cases and one thousand seventy-two deaths. And of those, uh, you know, twenty-eight thousand nine hundred sixty-three cases, one thousand eight hundred seventy are here in Santa Clara County.
0: Wow! Wow!
2: Terrible. And worldwide, levels. two point three million.
0: What was the difference between the U.S. and China?
2: Oh, it's ridiculous. China is not even. I don't even know. Did they break a hundred thousand? Yeah. I mean, that's what they're. But telling China China's us, right? probably being. Uh, this is racist.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't no know if, if, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with the numbers. Dude, China only had like four, not only, but I think they only had 4,000 deaths. Um,
2: I could pull it up, but it was. But I don't know if we can totally trust their numbers completely because they've they've been kind of weird about it. Since I'm insulted. Yeah.
0: I'm insulted by what you guys are insinuating about my
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have the greatest track record. Oh, Wow. Oh wow! <laughs> we can edit that out. If we yeah, oh no, we're keeping I,
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing my
2: best not to make some kind of like horribly racist <laughs> statement about bats and soup. And
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about that, Matt? Uh, so for you listeners, I, I, I don't know how to interpret this, but I'll tell you this: once a week for the last four weeks, Matt McElroy <laughs> sends me an emoji of a Chinese flag,
2: a bowl of soup, and a bat.
0: I, I don't understand what this means. Can you please? Can you give me some insight into what you're sending me?
2: Well, you know, Sergio. I think remember it was like God. What was it? It was like it, it was about probably about ten years ago. We went to a uh, anniversary dinner for Lee's grand grandma and grandfather. Oh, do, do you remember that? It was like it was Dude. like this really like big dinner, super fancy, all kinds Wait, of was crazy it our 100th, uh, Chinese food.
1: Hundredth birthday.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was or no, no. It was fiftieth anniversary oh, or something, right?
0: Something, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Seventieth. Oh, 70th. Yeah, I knew it was like one of those crazy oh, benchmark one. ones. Yes, and uh, I remember, we we had some. uh very exotic asian foods if you don't remember <laughs> and, I, and I, remember. I wanted to know if bat was one of them you know what i mean i don't know i know i know we had uh we had some shark fin soup <laughs> we had some other crazy stuff where the head was still on the animal and
1: uh could have been anything <laughs> talking about yeah. exotic oh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly exotic foods
2: <laughs> <laughs> so me and sergio might have had bat soup we don't know okay. we, fed it right. to us.
1: Yeah. we love you lee
0: yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I feel it. I totally feel it. All right. So for today's episode, we got a fantastic episode lined up for you guys. We're going to be talking about what's going on in the economy. I know we're getting a lot of questions coming in about you know uh, what's happening, why is everything dropping so fast, uh, what do we need to do? So I put together you know seven tips to keep everyone safe and make the best of the situation in their financial lives. Um, so I'll give you my seven tips for handling a market downturn. All right. So let's go on to our topic. Uh, we're talking about seven tips, you know, in terms of what you can do to protect yourself from this market, uh, what to do. So, guys, to start, do you guys have any questions about, you know, what's going on in the economy? Any major things on top of mind?
2: Uh, you know, I, I the way I view it is it's like you just kind of know it's going to be a shit show. You don't know what's going to happen, but, <clears throat> you know, it's like not it can't really be good. I mean, I guess it, 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 the good that could come out of it is it, it could bounce back a little bit. But, I mean, given what we have ahead of us, it's, you know, it's gonna it's going to be messy for a while.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was, Leah, you know, I've been thinking about where I can save, right? So do you have any advice for people who are starting to maybe, you know, trying to like dial back a little bit on things and trying to, you know, save where they can for like unnecessary things like subscriptions or like whatever? Yeah. So I would say that, you know, focus on your discretionary expenses, your
0: monthly discretionary, right? So, um, you know, in this podcast, I always say, um, you know, it's really important to have an emergency fund, right? And I've talked about that multiple times in previous podcasts. But like the reason why I always preach the emergency fund is be exactly because of what's happening right now. So I always say three to six months of all your expenses. And people are like, well, that's kind of a lot. I don't know if I need that. But this is the reason why, because you get into these situations every now and then where things just, you know, start to, you know not make sense and there's a lot of volatility in the market and then it leads into people's jobs people are gonna end up making less money and then some people will be laid off from this right so that's why you need that emergency fund so I'm saying three to six months focus on you know what you can cut back on in terms of discretionary spending
1: yeah it makes a ton of sense we uh,
2: like go we- and Taco Bell <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, wait do you we're, still we're do work in progress over at this household band. i guess
2: that's kind of acceptable given what's going on now but you yeah. know before the pandemic it was definitely unacceptable definitely
0: not no. yeah we got we kind of have an excuse now that we doordash taco bell just because of this whole pandy so, <laughs> so um i'll give you guys a rundown of basically why the market's doing what it's doing uh major reason is there's less cash flow being priced in right now right so that's uh, that's a big factor of why we've seen such a decline in the market.
2: What do you mean by cash flow? Are you saying like consumer spending?
0: or It's basically the cash flow for companies. What the companies bring in, mm. the reason the market's gotten so red and taken such a negative turn is because it's factoring in what cash flows are being brought in from the companies. And they're saying, well, there's an obvious reduction because a lot of companies are you know, on pause right now. So that's being priced in. Aren't
2: some kind of excelling though? Like, you know, like the grocery stores. Oh yeah, but it's such a small
0: small percentage of the overall market. It's, I mean, yes, there are some, but man, it's, it's, there's way more that are hurting. Way more that are hurting. And then the other part, the second part of the decline is the uncertainty, right? So people are factoring in this coronavirus. How long does this thing last for, right? Is it going to go a month or is this something that goes, you know, for you know, all the way into the summer and then does it come back again, right? A lot of people are talking back, well, oh, you know, maybe it gets better in the summer, but then, you know, it comes back with a vengeance next winter, right? So those are all the un- that's the uncertainty part. So those are the two main things that are being uh factored into the situation. But
2: um Yeah, nobody really thinks it's gonna I mean anymore. maybe at yeah. the beginning, but nobody really thinks it's gonna be just here for a month. You know what I mean? Yeah, this no thing's way. gonna be, you know, I mean it's 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 like six months best case scenario and that's if they get like you know they're saying something i heard somebody say something like the only way it's going to go back to normal is having like herd immunity plus a vaccine and all this other stuff yeah
1: dude like manufacturing has been hit so hard because it's typically most of the things we uh you know we're wearing we get are in in that that region you know like in that china vietnam region so it's like how long until that's okay to do right how long you know Because that's a huge part of our economy, right? The travel. Travel, manufacturing, commerce.
0: Yeah. I mean, right now, if you look at what's happened, the major places that are getting hit are your tourism, your entertainment, and your small businesses, right? That's what's really getting hit. Um, One thing that you can think about that's interesting, it's very different than 2008 because 2008 was a complete collapse of the banking system, and it really kind of hit everyone a A bit harder it affected everyone on an equal playing field but those specific industries and what we're dealing with now are being hit extra hard right so good
1: good that's what i was so i was arguing with someone on facebook about this about what facebook argument yes one (laughs) of my one of my friends was saying how this we've never been hit like this before and my counterpoint was actually because of what you said like a week ago to me Our economy was actually decent before all this COVID happened. But in 2008, like our banks were, we had to bail out our banks. That's a whole different problem. Oh, yeah. So like more
0: significant people like, you know, bash the banks. You hear all these people say, oh, banks are evil. Banks suck. I will tell you this. Banks are a freaking godsend because every country that's got a strong economy has a strong banking system. Every shitty country that is struggling, look at their banking system. Banking. Creates opportunities to, you know, buy houses, uh, you know, give payroll to companies like it is the, the lifeline of, you know, m- countries like that was on the verge of collapse in 2008. That was extremely serious. Yeah. This is different. This is more scary. There's a lot of fear to this, right? Because it's a virus and you can't see it. And it feels like the Hollywood movies. But overall, I still think this solution overall is going to be easier in an economic standpoint it's not it's not as convoluted
2: well don't, don't you think there's going to be kind of like a ripple effect from like all the stuff that's going down down to you know kind of save the economy and all the money they're pumping in and all the you know, things doubt. that they're doing yeah like i feel like that that we're not even going to feel that for like a year or two at least, yeah yeah you know?
0: you're, you're right like we talked about last time we just printed two trillion dollars That's like three times what we did during the 2008 crisis. That's going to have an impact, right? You can't just print all that money and expect nothing to happen. So, yeah, that's a very good point. So going on to my tips, number one is emergency fund. Super important, three to six months. Uh, The second part, budgeting, right? Budgeting is crazy important at this point in time. Make sure you're looking at your discretionary spending. So for you guys that listen to the show, I'm a really big believer in the 50, 30, 20. 50% 50% of your budget is for essential. 30% is discretionary. 20% is savings. The 30%... Sergio's is laughing right now because he always... he always well, I saw Matt laughing. <laughs> they, both,
1: exactly. they both hate it.
0: They, they both hate it. it. So that 30% discretionary, that really needs to come down. No, no fun money at this point in time unless you got that six months in and- and-
2: You know how I normally disagree with you. I I I normally very strongly disagree with you, but you know it's it's kind of crazy about this whole you know shelter in place and quarantine situation. Is (laughs) it how much easier is it to save money (laughs) because you're not doing anything? (laughs) You know, know, that whole discretionary income you (laughs) have a lot more because you're not going out spending.
0: But you know what, though, it is easier overall. But you're still seeing a lot of families that are like, oh, well, I'm stuck at home, so let me let me buy some new furniture
2: yeah, let me go bin shopping on amazon let, go, or something. let me let
0: me do some remodeling get some new things around the house
1: you know somebody's like, been going wild on amazon
2: like little things <laughs> little shut purchase. her
1: down bro shut her down oh i need this like whatever bike rack and they're just like hey you know i get notifications every time you buy something <laughs> on amazon right so that's a that's a big thing too right
0: you're budgeting number three uh, you got to reduce your portfolio distributions. So if you're someone in retirement and you rely on your portfolio and you're taking money out, you really need to like lower that amount you take out at this point in time because the market's down. You've you've taken a big hit. You don't want to be pulling out money out of the market at this point in time.
2: Isn't that kind of Do an issue that out? you're kind of you see head on a lot right now? Is with you know with your customer or clients or whatever? Is that you know that there a lot of them are probably scared right now because it's such a you know uncertain time
0: yeah and you know ultimately if you're invested the right way pulling out right now is just a it's a just bad decision
2: right because it's almost like it's got nowhere to go but up and if it does go down it's not going to be that much more
0: you know nothing's guaranteed but you know hypothetically when you're looking at what you're seeing right now there's a there's much more opportunity that's being priced in for the where the values are at right now so even though they've gone down a lot of it is about the risk that's, you know, there and with inherently more risk that you're, you're factoring in a hypothetical amount of future return, right? So don't, you know, don't be ignorant and just, you know, leave the market and think that you'll get back in at another point in time. You should um, The reason people, you know, leave the market is they feel like they're too scared and they feel like they can jump back in at the right time. Never do that because the thing is the market goes up so fast when it when it hits that turning point when things start to recover people think they'll get back in the you think the when a market goes down it's it's really fast it it goes generally up so much faster and you'll miss that train so that's why you just don't want to leave you got to take advantage number four is take advantage of this you know if you can you've done a good job saving you know let's let's see what you see what other opportunities are out there because during this time even though things haven't gone well you still have opportunities during this time if you've
2: i I think everybody like you know me and sergio (laughs) our age range that doesn't have a house yet we're like licking our chops like yeah let's let the market go down like it's our opera it's our time yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it's true like during these times even though they're scary they, they do present opportunities for those that have planned well, right? Whether it's, you know, yeah. stocks, whether it's real estate, you have opportunities, um, at this point in time.
1: What's interesting, well, you know, like the real, the real, real, real estate real. hasn't really, it's slowed, but it, the prices haven't dropped like significantly yet. Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to so be a I've lag. I think it's totally more of a, a lag, lag effect sure. with
0: real estate also. Yeah. Um, number five is rebalance, right? So if you have a portfolio, um, Look at what it might look like if you rebalance. So, you know, if I like rebalance,
2: what do you mean? Like,
0: so like maybe you had like, for instance, 50% stocks, 50% fixed income. You've designed the portfolio, right? And you have the right sort of fixed income. Maybe the fixed income doesn't drop as much, but your stocks did. You could theoretically, you know, sell some of your fixed income and buy more stocks. Right? That's what I mean by rebalance. You stick to your you have a certain percentage, and then when you have these huge fluctuations, you can, you know, hypothetically, you know, sell and buy into points of weakness. Other thing, number six, don't listen to the news. The news, yes, I'm saying don't <laughs> listen to people always are like, What? Don't listen to news. Don't the listen to the news. news. There's a lot of there is a lot of fake news, right? <laughs> and uh, you know, one thing you have to think about is all these major news companies, newspapers, they have to sell headlines, right? They have to sell fear. Selling yeah. fear is really important to them because that's, what's going to get people to read. It's what's going to get you to click on something.
2: It's all about the we, headline.
0: Yeah. yeah US, U.S. on the verge of collapse. My my mother-in-law watches news all day, dude. Just, oh, she God. has it
1: all day long. And then she's so do my texting say, us texting. Uh, oh, this is, I'm like, dude, I can't take it. So I, I don't, I just try not to watch. Nah, listening
0: to too much news will give you brain damage. It's, yeah. not, it's, <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, but make sure you don't immerse yourself in that because I guarantee you everywhere you listen, you'll find negativity and a lot of it is just unwarranted and there's no substance to it. They're just trying to get people to you know, tune in and get clicks. So have you, have you
2: kind of like shut off the news a little bit?
0: I mean, I listen to it, you know, but I, I just listen to the the, the uh, stations that just give me the rundown of what's going on that don't have a lot of bias in there. You know, if you're listening to a lot of Fox News or MSNBC, I'm sorry. Like There's just too much fear and biases being thrown into that stuff. So I, I, that's, for yeah. me, I generally don't like to listen to
1: people. I I try to just listen to, like, data and facts. Exactly. Like, if they're reporting percentages or data or, like, actual information
0: and that's, and that's what's important anytime you get someone's like opinion where they're free to give an opinion on it you know and then you're like you never know right so I, and there's a lot of that going on all right guys and then my last one is uh number seven have patience right the market although it's scary what's happening right now this time you know people are also to tell you oh it's different this time every time you have a big market downturn you know there's something that's are, that are different right whether it's a virus, whether it's a couple assholes flying their planes into buildings, there's always something that's different. But chaos is the one thing that I would say is consistent in a lot of these downturns, right? And, and you know, chaos is chaos. Don't leave the market. Um, overall cumulative return, you know, after two years, say the where you have a good market, market goes south, things decline. If you fast forward. From the point the market tanks and you go all the way two years out from every recession we've had since 1929, like 15 recessions, the return on average is 7.8%, which is fantastic. That's a, I mean, that's a solid number in any time market does even better than that during good times, but 7.8% return is fantastic when you consider that these
1: are the worst times in history. Yeah, so patience makes a ton of sense. I mean, like I wouldn't have guessed those numbers. That's that's a great number.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: why you don't want to be
0: that person that says, "Oh, I'm going to leave and come back later." Well,
2: you but the, but don't you feel like that this could be different because this is such a, a a unique situation? You know what I mean? Like just like you know like like just comparing it to the other ones it's it's, it's kind of hard I feel because it you know, when did we ever have like, you know, that many Unemployed in like the snap of a finger. Yeah. Know and so mean? that's like, the thing mm, that people, it's, are it's a
0: great point. Everyone's going to say like, well, this time it's different. Like I said, um, every chaotic event that's happened, it's everyone says this time it's different, whether it's the people flying, you know, the airplanes into the buildings, whether it's a whole collapse of the banking system, it's always this time it's different. Right. But you have to say yeah. that it's chaos. Chaos is something that is happened. For decades and decades and decades and this time and, and if i look at that i don't think it's going to be that much different
2: is not isn't would isn't there kind of differences between like <clears throat> a depression and a recession you know what i mean like as far as like you know the, the example you were giving with the the seven percent return like the, is that is that that whole truth yeah, is 7.8 does that does that hold true for both recessions and depressions
0: well depressions are going to be much worse because they're basically that's you know recessions two quarters uh you know i believe depressions like two years Right. So it's going to be more severe if you have that. But we haven't had a depression, you know, in modern times since the banking system and monetary system has been reformed. It's just it's completely different. Now, before when we had a depression, um, you know, we didn't have like monetary and fiscal policy to like help stimulate the economy during that time. So it was a completely different ball game. Now you can have this Fed that comes in and prints two trillion dollars right, that that is totally impacting the money supply. They didn't have that during the Great Recession time, so it's just a different playing field.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, one thing I was thinking this, patience makes sense, but you may have to, for this thing, you may have to be patient for longer, because we don't know when COVID's going to go away, or we don't know when we are going to go back to normal, right? So it could technically be longer than two years for this thing I, to bounce back. I think we
0: might be dealing with COVID for, you know, much longer period of time. But in terms of like economic recovery uh, you know, I think, you know, capitalism is something that, you know, it will correct and repair itself over time. Right. So yeah, we might be stuck sticking around with COVID, but I think overall the economy, it, you know, I think it will recover. I can't say when no one knows when it will recover, but I think it'll be on a path to recovery sooner than you know this whole you know even if covid lasts longer i th- i still think as a nation we'll figure out ways to generate money and get businesses back to creating profits
2: you know but also don't you think that there there is potential possibly for like a double dip like almost like a false recovery
0: like a w yep yeah. so that's like the, the worst type of recession is you know a w and that that is totally likely right all the we don't know no one knows exactly what's going to happen right so anyone that tells you like oh we know this is going to happen no one knows that no one knows that in the short term right but that's why you need to be a long-term investor you know what people go wrong is they think like oh well you know i'm going to always think short term about everything and you can't you no one knows what's going to happen in the short term so you know, be a long-term investor and if you do have a long-term mentality you'll 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 find normalcy in your investing. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, a registered investment advisor with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA, www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed with the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. The free retiree, Securities America Advisors, and Securities America Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson and Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Security America companies. Securities America Incorporated, Security America Advisors, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. Third-party sourced information comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook Incorporated. The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.